Hi, how's it going? Welcome back to the Manufacturing Come Up. I'm Alec Hagreb, host of the Manufacturing Come Up. Today, we have a special guest, Kai Hennings, and he's a leader in the ePlan YouTube space, has one of the biggest channels uh, for ePlan, and maybe really one of the only... Uh, Yeah, really one of the only YouTube channels in the ePlan space. Yeah. Hi. <clears throat> How's it going? Thanks. I'm fine. Everything fine for you? Everything's good on this end. Yeah, that's nice. Awesome. Yeah, so, uh, you know, the whole premise of this podcast is we're going to dive back into kind of your history to get to where you're at uh, in your career. But... If you would go ahead and start off with where you currently are at in your career. Yeah, I basically started my career with uh, 16. I graduated from the secondary school. I don't have any high school graduation. I just uh, visit a university two or three times uh, with my wife because she has studied, <laughs> me not. <laughs> um, I, I started an apprenticeship as an electrician and I worked for a company who made panel building, programming, industrial automation. They build um, special machines, everything what you don't can buy on the market, what needs to be manufactured, especially for your um, yeah, for, for your company. And uh, yeah, this is what I started with 16. And um, I start panel building, pull cables, build cable trays, all this stuff, uh, help on the commissioning. Um, yeah, you know, when the programmer needs somebody who runs to the sensor and pull on it to see if it's one or zero, this was my job. And, uh, yeah, after two years, I also started a little bit to, to make electrical drawings. Um, my boss asked me what else I want to do uh, instead of panel building and pull cables and so on. So I asked him if I can make some electrical drawings. And, uh, this was the first time I, yeah, got in touch with ePlan. So I started to make auto there, the, the basic work for the other engineers, uh, make macros, provide basic uh, projects, all this stuff, make lists and so on. So learn, learn everything from scratch. And uh, yeah, I also did uh, beside this, um, start to, to, start to uh, make programming with Siemens logo and later on also with Siemens S7. And uh, so I could do after three years, I could do a whole project, let's say a smaller project I did by myself. I made the drawings, I built the panel, make the program, start with the commissioning, make the commissioning and uh, yeah, also the factory acceptance test and so on and the documentation. So this was, I think the best, best you can do yeah. <laughs> when you run uh, to all this stuff. And uh, yeah, then after three and a half year, this uh, apprenticeship is finished in Germany. Then you are an electrician. And uh, yeah, I really like to, to make the electrical drawings. So I focused a little bit more on this. And since 20 years now, I make electrical drawings for each industry, for different industries. Wow. Yeah, yeah so going, going back into your, your uh, getting into the space, you said at 16 years old, you started yes. to get into the space? Really? Yeah, exactly. I don't like to go to school. So <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, really don't want to go to high school or something like this. I want to start working. Uh, I always work from, from 13. I worked uh, nearly every day, two hours after school. 
um, already. And uh, yeah, I really don't like the school. Um, so this was gotcha. my decision for this. <laughs> yeah. So I guess what 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 made it so that you was able to be able to get a job at such a young age? Yeah, in Germany, it's uh, quite normal. So when you go to school, um, maybe nine or 10 years, in my case, it was 10 years, um, and you start with uh, six, then you are gotcha. 16 when you finish it. Hmm. And then normally you make an apprenticeship in some company. Um, hmm. And uh, when you don't study, then this is the normal way in Germany. Gotcha. Okay. It's yeah, a so little I... bit difficult. It's a little bit difficult. I live in a small village. So when you are 16, you can guess that I could drive with the car. So you need always to drive with somebody else or some, yeah. sometimes you need to walk or. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Huh. That's really interesting. I wasn't aware of that. I didn't know in German culture, you, you guys could start working that, at the, that age. <clears throat> Over in the, yeah. so on the U S side, we generally like, uh, don't start work until 18, at least as far as like, I don't even think you can really get a manufacturing job until the age of 18. There's some, some companies, but it's very, very few. Yeah. No, in Germany, it's quite uh, typical to do this uh, when you don't study, right? Yeah. So when you go to high school, then you automatically will be older. But when you don't study, right. then it's normal to go with 16, 17. Yeah, it's kind so, of a smart so. idea, right? Because like if, I mean, about the age of 16, like if you don't really like school and don't really know what you're going to do, you might as well just go ahead and pick a career path and, and, and start to learn and start to get some on the job experience. Yeah. That's, um, that's really a problem. When you are 16, you don't know what you want, right? Yeah. You have, um, no experience. Um, so my, my career was, or my idea was, um, in 2000, it was not so easy in Germany to, to find a job or to find a company who make the apprenticeship for you or take you for this. And uh, my family and my parents all told me, Hey, go to the German army. Uh, this is a safe job. <laughs> so, um, and the, the, the basic idea was that I wanted to do an um, apprenticeship as a carpenter. Mm. But uh, the army, they told me, hey, we don't need carpenter, we need electricians. <laughs> and this was, um, yeah, this was the tipping point why I started as mm -hmm. an electrician. But I never went to the army later on. Uh, you know how it works with girlfriends and so on. Then it's better you don't go to the army. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I always uh, was an, a the electrician. And this was a good decision. <laughs> Interesting. So how did, how did you go about finding a position? Yeah, basically the, the, the German army find this company for me uh, really? because uh, they, they were really interested that I make a career in the, U, uh, in the, in the German army. Um, but because I was 16 and they cannot uh, push me into this, they mm -hmm. just can give me um, ideas and help me support me and so on. Yeah. But uh yeah, with 18, they need to ask me again, hey, do you want to go to the army? And I told them, no, definitely not. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, they helped me with that. Um, um, and they also supported this with money. So they really paid some some of my salary. Really? Yeah. Very interesting. So that they helped you find a, find a job then? Or, or were you actually working with the army at that point in time? Um, no, they find uh, they find the company who make this apprenticeship with me as an electrician. Gotcha. And uh, uh, when I was 18 and I told the, the army that I don't want to go uh, to the army, I stayed in this company um, also after my apprenticeship. 
So they took me over and I had to job there. Gotcha. So that company that you went and worked for, were they basically systems builders for manufacturers? Um, yeah, basically we made the uh, electrical panel, the programming, uh, the commissioning. So everything, <clears throat> everything which belongs to the industrial automation. Gotcha. Um, and uh, yeah, especially for 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 special machines, what you cannot buy on the market. Mm. So everything was just uh, a prototype. And uh, yeah, this was was really a great experience. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you know system integration is one of the best positions that uh, somebody can get for a career. I mean, there's so many different things you get to learn. I mean, I mean we kind of have like a similar uh, background to kind of how our career path went. Uh, I started a little bit later, but um, basically, you know, I got a job. I started off as kind of like an apprentice. Uh, while I was still in college and then, you know, started off doing like robot refurb work. And then, you know, now I'm building panels, doing programming, then took on doing electrical engineering. So I ended up kind of learning the whole process and how to uh, design and, and commission an entire piece of equipment. And uh, that was super, super powerful for me in my career. Yes, this, this is... Uh... This is the best you can do, I think, when you um, make always the same machines, then you will become an expert on this machine. But yeah. when you always make different machines or different uh, have different requirements from your customer, um, then you learn so much. Um, yeah. This is this is really great. Yeah. Yeah, and and like you said too, like if you build the same system over and over again, like sure you can get become an expert at that system, but then you you don't get those same skill sets to like troubleshoot and hey we're doing something new this time we need to try that out do this a different way it's uh it exposes you to a lot more different experiences yes absolutely so how long did you stay at this particular position uh the company bankruptcy after um i think when i finished my apprenticeship i think i was there for two years mm. and then i changed to a company where i made um, drawings already for as a service provider mm. they made uh, power plants and this is a completely different industry as in yeah. uh, manufacturing or um, yeah, machine building mm -hmm. uh, they made big power plants for biomass so they burn wood, let's say, and produced out of this um, current uh, the, the power and also the heat for houses. So up to 50 megawatts. So this was really uh, huge um, systems. And uh, yeah, also there I did um, the electrical drawings and also sometimes the commissioning. Um, the, yeah, the start of the commissioning, I make the IO check, um, start to run the bus that everything is green on the PLC, um, check the directions of the drives, make the basic settings on, on the drives and so on. And uh, yeah, this was the next the next company and um, they work a little bit more international. So this was my first step in international business, um, mm -hmm. was traveling and uh, yeah, speak a little bit more English. Uh, you can guess when I um, yeah <laughs> came from school with 16, uh, I couldn't speak any word in English. Really? <laughs> so yes we have we had english in the school but this was also not my favorite uh, no. <laughs> so yeah this was also um 
they're very good for me that they um, directly took over me. So I was not jobless. They directly asked, hey, do we want to come? We mm. have a position. And uh, yeah, this was also very good experience. Very nice. Did you learn, when you learned English, did you learn it just from like experiences or did you end up having to take some type of like education courses? Uh, no, nowadays, nowadays I try sometimes to figure out how your grammar works. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I just um, uh, talk with people and uh, I also try to, to watch YouTube videos in English or maybe on Netflix I try to, to change to, to English. I also listen to uh, podcasts in English, uh, try to become better on this. And nowadays I work in a real international company, so uh, 80 80 to 90 percent of my daily business is in english mm. so i think I, I hope that nowadays it's not a big issue anymore i try yeah, no. try my best oh <laughs> uh, yeah your english your english is pretty good for sure yeah, thanks yeah, yeah no problem so <clears throat> whenever you you transition from that company into is it the current company you're in now or have you been no. on Company. No, I have uh, changed the job uh, twice okay. <laughs> after that. Uh, the next company was basically the same company like my first company because the um, employees from the first company um, founded their own company. And when they uh, yeah, start up and uh, after two years, they asked me, hey, Kai, would you come, come over? So basically, I made the same things like in the company where I make my apprenticeship. Uh, we also focusing a little bit on SCADA system. We made mm. also SCADA system for, for steel cooker and um, metal plants and so on over whole um, over the whole industry um, area. So we connect all different um, plants um, and, and houses and buildings and so on and all the machines together to, to SCADA system. Um, and there we implement a lot of interfaces. You know, you have different bus systems, uh, you have different protocols, you need to collect all this stuff. Uh -huh. And this is, was also a huge business business for us. And uh, yeah, the owner of, of this company was already a little bit older. So he asked me if I want to, to take over this company, um, but this was really, really small company. And uh, yeah, I... I uh, how to say? I didn't want to do it. Uh, <laughs> I want to to feel to feel safe, and uh, yeah, this uh, this step was um, too big for me. It was already twelve years ago, so in the middle of twenties of my twenties, huh. um, and after that, I, I I changed to the company I work now. It's uh, uh, mining. We 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 make uh, underground mining. We make the hoists for for mines huh. and. Uh, yeah, this is really international. We have subsidiaries all over the world and customers all over the world. Very nice. Very nice. What so I what ended up transpiring with that with the job whenever they offered you to uh to take over ownership? Did that that company just dissolve or or how how was that transition? Yeah, the company now is closed, so he didn't find somebody who wanted to take over the company. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my my decision uh, a little bit of problem is always the money. You know, this was a really small company. Oh. We uh, had only, I guess, to this time we had maybe three or four employees, um, and the owner wants to have a monthly salary from me uh, when I take over the, the the company. And when you have just uh, three or four employees and you don't make a big value each year, 
Yeah, you have no money to to pay somebody who don't work for you anymore. Uh, right. This was uh, the risk was too high for me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> I mean, me, you know, for me personally, I I I feel like I would have took it on, but everybody has their own like risk tolerance. They have like their own you know goals and what and what they want to accomplish in life. Um, I think it's probably you know it was a good idea. It was very good that you like recognized that what what you wanted to do and, and, and knew your risk tolerance. Yeah. And nowadays I, I think maybe I, I should try it, but now I, I have also my, my own company running uh, beside my main shop. This is basically the, the YouTube channel, but uh, yeah, I, I think about what I can do uh, from this as well. So mm -hmm. I have also now a little bit bigger community and I see that I got requests. Hey, can you do this or that? And maybe if I find the right idea for my for my business, maybe if somebody out there needs some electrical drawings and I get a lot of requests, <laughs> maybe <laughs> I may make the full step to to, yeah. to to run my company in full time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of the next thing I want to transition into is is you started a YouTube channel. Uh, it's an ePlan YouTube channel, and it's one of the biggest YouTube channels uh, in the ePlan space. Yeah, that's that's right. There's only uh, Roland Young from ePlan Canada. He's the president of uh, ePlan Canada, who has a bigger channel, but he has also more time with that, you know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he speaks also German, English, and French, I guess. Mm. So, um, yeah, the the idea for this YouTube channel was basically not to make videos about ePlan. The first mm. idea was in the company I work for. I'm also responsible for. The new people um, to to train them in our systems to so the idea was why should I always tell these people the basic stuff when they start in our company like how to apply for holiday how to apply for a business trip how to enter parts to our ERP system and there was my idea hey I can save a lot of time when I don't need to explain this every time so why I don't make just a video about this and then the people who come new in our company can watch this video. And as you know, you I uh, explain them in the first week, hey, you apply for holiday on this point or uh, you need to, to, to fill out this formula or whatever. Yeah. And when they have the first holiday after six months, they have forgotten everything and I need to explain this uh, again. So this was the first idea to to record something or to record my screen on a video. This was mm. one of the tipping points for my YouTube channel. So I was really interested how to do this, uh, which software I need, which microphone and so on. And um, I already make research about this and buy some stuff. And uh, yeah, the next point was that my commissioners always make the red lining in my drawings on the wrong pages. You know, ePlan is a data-driven uh, tool yeah. and you can generate a lot of um, pages automatically in ePlan. And what means for me as an ePlan designer, I never look on these automatic generated pages later on, but my commission has always made the redlining of, for example, on the PLC overview, on the terminal diagram, but I never looked on this because it's automatically updated. Um, so I, I want to explain them, hey, how ePlan works. They really should know how ePlan works to understand where they should make the redlining. Yeah, and uh, yeah, then comes uh, COVID nineteen, um, and I couldn't make this uh, lesson in our company. So we originally planned to to book a, a restaurant, and I make maybe two hours of explanation about this, and we have some good food and drink some beer. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, 
this was not possible. And then I started my first video, a short video, just uh, two minutes. And uh, I also already thought about that uh, maybe more people will have these problems. And I also couldn't find uh, many good uh, stuff on YouTube for, for ePlan. Yeah. Um, so I tried to make it a little bit more professional from the look. I started a little bit to think about personal branding. So I make a logo, created a logo. I also set up the YouTube channel um, with a banner and created a web page uh, and so on. And uh, yeah, now uh, since uh, more than 140 weeks, I make one video every week nice. uh, without any stop now. Nice. Congratulations mm -hmm. on that consistency. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's quite a niche because I made I started with uh, the German channel, mm. um, and you can expect that we have just eighty million uh, Germans, and how many from them using ePlan? So just a few. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I I already recognize that I cannot become rich of this, but this is also not um, not the the basic plan. So I want to to educate people. Yeah. Um, so I decided to to make also an English channel, ePlan in a nutshell, um, where I try to make the videos in English. And uh, yeah, as I told you before, um, YouTube is not available all over the world. So I also started a channel on the Chinese platform Bilibili, so they can also now uh, learn ePlan if if they want. Very nice. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think a lot of people, until they're in our industry, they don't really realize how much content is not out there. There's like almost no content for like PLC programming, robot programming, uh, you know, ePlan, you know, uh, AutoCAD Electrical, like all these different things. There's a couple of them where there's been like some pretty big channels in some in some categories, but like. For the most part, if you look at, even if you said like PLC programming, you could say like, oh, well, there's a lot of PLC programming YouTube videos. Yeah, but like how many Beckhoff, you know, PLC programming videos are there? Or how many Omron PLC programming videos are there out there, you know? Um, it's just, a, it's a much smaller space. There's not a ton of creators in the space, right? Most of these people are engineers who are not, uh, not so much the video editors and the the talking, the talking people on the screen, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, this is um, this is something when you start a channel and you make your first video and maybe second and third video and you see that you have just 30 clicks because nobody knows that you exist. Uh, this is uh, yeah, this is something you you um, and you need to go over this and you need to, to stay and uh, you need to make one video by one video and then you the curve will go this way uh, later on. Um, when you keep produce videos and uh, you will build a big community around you and you will be the name in the in this niche later on. Mm -hmm. You talk about uh, Beckhoff, you had already uh, Jacob here in, in your podcast. Yeah. Um, he has also the, the biggest YouTube channel, I guess, in, for, for TwinCat programming yeah. um, and also big community on LinkedIn. Um, this is, um, yeah, this is also um, nice when you later on get a lot of feedback, and uh, that people are happy to 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 learn from from you. I mean, um, I don't think that I'm a real expert on ePlan. Maybe I'm just an average uh, ePlan designer, but maybe I'm 
one of the only one who who record it and uh, try to yeah. tell this to to other people and make every week uh, now two videos. This is also yeah a lot of time. What you need to uh, spend for this? Hundred one percent. You know, I came from my background was mostly controls engineering. So like originally, whenever I started the YouTube channel, um, my idea was like let's make videos on the things that I get stuck on. So not even just controls engineering as a whole, but like, man, I was like trying to connect this PLC with this robot. And like, I was struggling because, you know, this one button click, like, or this one parameter wasn't set appropriately. And, and kind of walking people through each one of those troubleshooting things that I dealt with, because I was like, okay, if I'm dealing with this, there's probably somebody else that that's also dealing with this same issue. And I think it's really powerful and I, I have a lot of respect for individuals who make uh, these like engineering type of YouTube videos because there's so much time that goes into them so much, you know, just resources and um, they're also so valuable too, right? You're, you're helping somebody in the real world, you know, uh, on the job, maybe, maybe taking them to the next level of their career. Um, you never know like the type of impact that you might have on somebody's life. Yeah, yeah, we have uh, we have a lack of of skilled workers in our industry, right? So this can also show how how nice this job is. So to be a electrical designer is this is a really nice job. Also, not only for for me, also for for women, for example, or for for people who want to to have a work life balance. Because basically, you can do it from all over the world. Mm -hmm. um, you normally not fixed into meetings or something like this. You can focus on your job and you can do it at the night. If you work better after 8 p.m., then do it uh, after 8 p.m. Or if you are like to to wake up early, you can <laughs> make it in the morning. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, this is this is also something I want to show. You can be creative. Um, and later on, sometimes when I uh, travel around with my my family. I um, always come around some some things and I tell my wife and my son, hey, I built a machine who built this, for example, mm, um, yeah. or I was involved in this project who produced this. And uh, this is something uh, what is also really, really nice when you can explain what you are doing when people really see what was the product out of my machine. Yeah, is, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it's like a huge honor. Like there's a... I will, I'll be like driving down the road. I'm like, you see that? You see that thing right there? Yeah, we 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 uh, installed the robot that picks that out of the machine and, and puts it. You know, like so cool. Like just having your hands into so many different things, like automotive. Like I've had my hands on so many different automotive things that like you just like point at vehicles and get. Yeah, we did the project that that picked that out of injection molding machine, or we did a vision inspection on that part there. Yeah, it's just really cool being able to. To, to show that to your family and, and friends. Yeah, this uh, I, I hope that from from this people will be interested in this job and we will uh, we will um, provide the, the the knowledge on YouTube and if people are interested they can step in this uh, job really easy if they want. You can download the education version for free and then just start look on YouTube. Um, I, I, I hope to support uh, the world with that. Because um, it's a little bit crazy when I started in, in 2000, we had 6 billion people on this world mm. and it was hard to find a job. Now we have 2022, we have 8 billion people and we have a lack of skilled worker. So some, mm -hmm. something must be wrong in this. And yeah. uh, 
I think this it, it depends on the education, right? So yeah. we have enough people who can do the job, I guess. Mm -hmm. They are not stupid, but maybe they have no access to the education. And yeah, uh, yeah now we just need to uh, tell them that there is some content on YouTube if they are interested on this, yeah. and then they can, can start. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, people could literally watch a YouTube channel and like if they go through and like, watch every single YouTube video that they can find uh, about a category. I mean, they, they can essentially become, if not an expert at it, at least a, a mid-level skilled individual. You know, if somebody went back and watched every one of your e-plan videos, they could probably do a pretty good job at e-plan drawings. Yeah, I mean, nothing is better than to practice, right? Yeah. So just from watching YouTube videos, you will not become an expert, but maybe right. you 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 can go to an interview and you can tell what you have done. And when you tell something, how you generate reports in ePlan, they, they will know, okay, he has really an idea of the program. Maybe you will find a job and then you, you will learn everything on the job. This is the best thing you can do. Um, this is also something yeah. what companies are interested. Uh, you know, I told you that I don't was on high school, so I have not 10 years experience. I have already 20 years experience, but I'm not 40. <laughs> so <laughs> this is what people <laughs> looking for. <laughs> and right. uh, yeah, you basically you, you learn everything on the job, but the way to, to, to your job, maybe you can, can get on yeah. YouTube and also later on when you find some smaller problems, you can search for this and you will find a solution for nearly everything on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not in our space yet, but maybe in, in 10, 20 more years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 We have a lot of work in front of us and <laughs> uh, yeah, some, some creators also need to focus a little bit on SEO, you, you know, as they need to, to make a little bit better description to find the videos. Sometimes you mm. get a recommendation from YouTube, Hey, watch this video. And you think, Oh yeah, this is really great. Why I never find this. Um, because yeah. they don't make a good title, they don't focus on the SEO stuff. So yeah. that you can find it on Google. Yeah, this is this is something some creators need to work on. <laughs> I yeah. hope when you type in ePlan that directly my videos will be shown as uh, in first yeah. position. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm kind of glad that you mentioned that because there's a few people that even want to reach out and say something about it too. Because like you know, we do SEO and. I go through it. I, I like to look and see like if there's another video ranking for something, I go look at their SEO and half the time I look at this, I'm like, there's no SEO on this at all. Like any video we make against this, like we're probably going to rank, you know? And, uh, and so there's a lot of videos that these people are having on their channels that are just not getting the exposure that they deserve. Yeah. And that's, um, that's also the problem from the company channels. Um, when bigger companies make their own channels sure. and they want to make the, the same content like like we do from uh, maybe for some problems or from from some yeah, products, how to connect something together. Uh, when you do it, uh, this comes from from a guy who works really in the industry and can show that he knows what he's doing yep. and you're focusing on, on the SEO to that somebody find, especially for this pro problem, your video. And for bigger companies, they also have some really nice content but um they have no ideas about this and have uh, a company youtube channel with maybe three four five ten languages uh, different languages in one channel and uh, they never focus on the thumbnails they never focus on uh, seo so it yeah. is really hard to find also the good content from company who already did the good yeah. content so. yeah 
kind of a good point that you bring that one up as well, because another thing that I noticed, especially with product individuals, like, you know, let's just say like an Ethernet switch or power supply or a VFD, some type of like servo drive, a really, a really good version of a product video isn't, hey, look at this product, look at these buttons, this is what it can do. It, I think it's way more powerful to do a tutorial type of video to say, this is how you use the servo drive. This is how you set up the servo drive. Um, I mean, because then you could have one servo drive and make 50 different videos about it. How to change this parameter, how to change this, how to change that. And one that gives you, uh, you know, more exposure because you have 50 videos instead of just one, here's my product video. And the, the other thing is, I think it's way more valuable, right? Like, I think a lot of people don't really care to see product videos, especially in industrial automation space. Like, unless you're looking to procure something, you're not really looking for that. Yeah, that's that's right. You see directly when the marketing department has done a video and they want to sell the product, or if somebody like you and me have done the video and we want to show the application, that's that's the difference. And uh, that's why the marketing videos are not shown for right. so many people. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of wonder if like what the what the difference is on like why like when a business goes and creates creates a a YouTube channel versus like an individual who creates a YouTube channel. Um, like what's different in the mindset to make it so that, I don't know, I think the, the one's providing more value than the other. Yeah, and the point is that I need to work daily with this um, software and I um, have all these problems by myself. I have not these problems um, because I, I I have talked in a in a group of product manager, I have this problem because I really uh, face into this problem on my daily job, mm. and uh, you always can expect that you are not the only one of this planet who has this problem. Good point. And um, people who yeah who develop the product or develop the software live in an, another space. They have a yeah. different view on the product uh, as we have say um, always happy about feedback normally uh, some are not but normally these guys are always happy about uh, feedback when you tell them hey you you make this ui ux on this way but basically you need to think about that we use this on this way because this yeah. should be the solution and not this should look fine and nice and should be corporate identity and all this stuff we want to have a button for one click and then please give us this reaction um, this yeah. is this is a big difference. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that uh, having having that mindset of of you're in it daily versus you know uh, just being the product designer. I think the product designers need to get more engineer level individuals uh, in on the product part of it, at least on the marketing side, right? But also on the product development side of things, getting more you know, real world engineers on, on that product design, but especially if we're talking about like YouTube and just like the marketing side, like maybe, you know, have, have that engineer person be your, your YouTube person. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Kai, do you have any, uh, any other valuable tips for those looking to get into our industry? Um, I think it's, um, Nowadays, not necessary to have a 
go to, to go to university, right? <laughs> if you don't want, um, I I hope that also there the mindset of the companies change a little bit. That people who um, who start in our in our industry without uh, graduated from university may be also good and have um, just self self driven to to educate themselves and just need maybe some experience. Um, yeah, I hope I hope that uh, also people or no, nowadays it should be not a big issue to to travel around the world and see where is maybe a good place for me to to start my career if I want. Maybe you live in a country where it is not possible. Um, I think um, also this should be not a big issue anymore nowadays. Um, so when you when you struggle maybe in your country, you can also try another country and try there um, to to find a job. Yeah, um, yeah. You always need to to learn. Your uh, learning uh, lifelong is really important, uh, especially in the automation industry. It uh, the development is so fast that you cannot lean back for five years and then wake up and uh, think that everything is the same like before. So this is also something. Uh, you should you should do always look on new things be interested keep your eyes open um go to fairs look on different products and uh, networking yeah networking is also really important learn from others follow people who share the knowledge this is something what i think is really helpful absolutely i think those are all great valuable points the uh, the moving around one is one that I haven't really thought a lot about, but is an extremely good one, especially like moving from like even in, even into other countries, because um, even like within the United States itself, like we, we we definitely have like a lot of opportunities, but there's uh, also like we still have a lot of country rural area where like you might live in an area where it's a hour long drive to you know and uh, your nearest good career opportunity. Um, so yeah, moving around and trying some different things out and, and, and kind of just maybe even seeing the culture of, of like different working environments. But I think that was a valuable point that you added to like try out different places and not, not just think about this one particular area I'm in right now. Yeah. The world is a book. And when you don't travel, you just read the first page, right? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Kai, where can everybody find you at? Uh, yeah, I try to, yeah. <laughs> to, to show up, so yeah. scan all these uh, QR codes. So I'm normally I'm on LinkedIn. This is the only social media platform I'm, I'm on. Yeah, I have mm -hmm. my own website. Uh, it's, uh, control panel design.de. Um, you can find me on YouTube, mm. but most probably on LinkedIn. And yeah, I have my own discord channel or my discord group, oh, nice. the ePlan community discord group. We have now also uh, more than 800 ePlan users around the world uh, with nice discussions. Nice. So if you want to join uh, the Discord channel, this is also where I'm sitting well, around. How is Discord? I want to know about that. Because like, you know, I've heard of different spaces doing Discord stuff, but like I've never truly gotten involved in Discord. No? You... Normally all the good good podcasts have their own Discord channel. Yeah, no, really. <laughs> yeah I... Yeah, what are we doing, guys? <laughs> yeah um yeah the, the the first idea was you know when your youtube channel is growing and also your followers on linkedin you get so many requests for questions about e that you cannot answer it 
Mm. Yeah, YouTube is um, very hard too. Like if you're trying to just manage comments on YouTube, yeah, kind of yeah, hard yeah. to keep up with those. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, the other point is that there was no place for the worldwide community to to meet each other. Mm. And my first idea was to build a forum uh, where people can enter and then we talk. And this was much too complicated for me. So I set up a Discord and tried to, uh, I just try if this works. And now we uh, settle up in, in March, I guess. And now we have 850 members already. Um, so nice. it, it works really, really nice. Uh, but we all need to learn because yep. also the ePlan engineers are not so familiar with Discord. Always mm -hmm. they jump in and then they think, oh, what's this? It's not structured like you know it. Um, but you have so many possibilities. It comes original from the gaming industry. So yep. this is really convenient to, to admin. You have bots who can send... Um, messages who can block, uh, block people who who write some bullshit or spam your your mm -hmm. channel automatically um all these things are possible um you can make live events you can meet each other in a virtual room so this is really 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 good and uh yeah i we have some really good enthusiastic people there who answer a lot of questions and so we can share knowledge as well there with the uh the discord what, what platform is that hosted on uh, Discord is Discord, so this is basically. Okay. You're like Discord.com. Yes, I think so. Yeah, I've literally, I've literally never used it. <laughs> well, I can make some consulting for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I I've heard about it, and like whenever, like especially with my like in, when I was doing a lot of investing, like I would a lot of my like YouTube investors that that I would watch, um, they would always talk talk about the Discord and the Discord blah blah. blah but yeah, I never dove in there. Yeah, basically, yeah. You you always need to think about. I don't know uh, what was in in the US, so maybe um, MySpace. You know MySpace? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so it's it, it's over. You're right. So the Facebook, I think it's nearly over. I never yeah. uh, logged into Facebook. Instagram will be the next, maybe. Uh, LinkedIn, nobody knows. And when you have your own Discord channel, the community uh, will be there. Mm. I hope that Discord will stay a little bit longer because this is not a classic social media. Um, this is yeah. more a community place to be. And yeah. Uh, yeah, you always need to think about the next step in social media if you want to to keep your um, audience, right? 100%. 101%. Yeah, we'll definitely have to get on that. And uh, marketing team, where's our? we need our QR code somewhere. Where's our QR code? <laughs> yeah. yeah, QR codes are really important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, we actually use them for quite a bit of stuff, but never thought about like putting them in the background or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. So you know, basically, one one of my ideas for our next step in my career should be that I want to work as a business angel or maybe a, in an advisory board. Uh, maybe I can help your startup. Yeah, you took me here. So uh, yeah, for marketing, I'm also interested in marketing. Yeah. Um, so this helps also a little bit uh, no, sure. what yeah. I'm doing beside my normal job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've, I've grown to like grow really passionate about uh, marketing. It really all stemmed and started because I like five, seven years ago, something like that. I, I it's probably been at least seven years ago. Um, I started a, a fitness YouTube channel and like it just started off by like how to grow a YouTube channel. And then from there, like it's just expanded on like 
what I what my searches and and what my education level has has came from, but it, like it really all stemmed from like how to grow a YouTube channel. It's really funny. Yeah. Interesting. Awesome. Well, Kai, I was glad to have you on today. Thank yeah, you for being in our community. What a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, if you need some support for your, to set up your Discord channel, <laughs> you know you know where to find me. I know where to find you. I'll be reaching out. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Thank you for being here today, Kai. Yeah, thank you. For and Jacob's here. We probably missed him, but uh, Jacob was here. <laughs>